How are we doing, everybody? Thank you so much for listening at this point and now seeing another episode of Craig and Kim Networking with me, your buddy, your host, Craig. And uh, today is a little bit different. This is something that I haven't done uh, in a long time. The first time I've actually ever recorded an interview. But uh, I am here with a very uh, special guest. She is, I'm going to go ahead and read this because she has so much stuff that she's accomplished <laughs> that she's that, that I that only that I know about, let alone the, the stuff I don't know about. So I have to read it. But allow me to introduce my guest. She is a mother of three. She is at least a two-time entrepreneur, formerly in sales for Tony Robbins events, then became a Tony Robbins trained life coach, now specializing in relationships. She's a recent grad with three, that's one, two, three college degrees. She's an author, a bikini competitor at 50 years old, and a coach for the TEDx speakers. She's also my coach. She's a great friend and just an all-around great person. I'm so happy to know her. Please, everybody say hi to Adrienne Lubin. Adrienne, thank you for thank being Thank you. Thank you, Craig. <laughs> thank you for having me. It's absolutely my, this is absolutely my pleasure. And I think, uh, I think you know that. Um, and this is a little bit different. You, normally in my, in my podcast or in my interviews, uh, well, I guess I should say my podcast, it's me talking about networking. You know, do this, say that, try this, think about this. Um, but this is going to be a little bit different. We're, we're not going to just focus on networking. We're going to focus a little bit uh, on, on coaching. I obviously, as you know, as you know, and for those of you who are listening, you've heard me talk about it uh, in the past, if you've been here for any, uh, any stretch. And I just, I, I believe in it so much, uh, how important coaching can be to somebody's, really just to somebody's life and to their development as a person, which also delete, uh, it leads to their development as a professional. Uh, so we're going to get into that first so you can kind of get a behind the scenes to to coaching and, and kind of what it entails or what it might entail. Uh, but then, of course, we're going to get into networking because that's uh, that's what we do here. So with that said, I'm going to get into it right now. And Adrian, how did you decide on coaching? How did I decide on coaching? I remember like way back when in my Tony days, like working with Tony was like amazing. Um, but Tony, I remember being in uh, Landmark Education, and it was my first exposure to um, anything like personal development. And when I went into this place, I had no idea what to expect. And I was in sales in the mortgage banking business. And I remember sitting there and, you know, there's like these forum leaders on stage and they were, you know, asking questions of the audience and, I was watching these people stand up and share their stories and watching these people from the stage coach the person in the audience. And you would see these massive transformations before your eyes. And you could see just like the shifts in the aha in the room. And, and you could see how much lighter, like you could literally see years come off people. And I remember thinking, wow, instead of being really um, enthralled with the insights, which I was, I was really fascinated with the people on stage. How do they do that? Like, I want to do that someday. Uh -huh. And that was like back in 93. Uh -huh. um, I've been in personal development now for a while. And, um, you know, since then I've got married and then I had kids and, and then I went through a really um, rocky divorce <laughs> And I hadn't worked in like 13 years. And I thought that that part of my life was over and um, decided if I didn't know what I was going to do with my life after my divorce and after not working. And I was like, what the heck am I going to do with myself? Like, how am I going to raise these kids? I haven't worked in all this time. I'm 44. I have no college degree. And so I decided that if I didn't know what I was going to do, let me at least go back to college until I can figure out what it is that I want to do. Sure. Mm -hmm. And there I met a professor um, by the name of Eric Robertson. And uh, I was doing really well in the communication classes. And he asked me one day, he's like, Adrian, what do you want to do with this college education? I said, well, what I'd really like to do is be a coach, but I have no idea how to be a coach. I don't know how to start asking questions. What do you do when somebody gets in your office? How do you even start? And he says, you know, Adrian, 
I need a communications coach. Will you be the coach to the communication students and I'll set you up in the tutoring center and you'll even get paid for it. And so this coaching gig kind of found me and it was like, and he supported me in that. And in that um, I grew a lot. And then I uh, also developed this map, which I think we'll get into a little bit later, but mm-hmm. that kind of all transpired. And um, it just like, it just kind of took off naturally from there. That was kind of, and that was the, that was the starting point. And though, you had that was a loaded question. <laughs> well, and thank you. And, you know, obviously, thanks for sharing that. You know, it's tough. I mean, you know, you have you have your ups and downs in life and and to be able to talk about it. I got to think part of that comes from comes from coaching and your understanding and the training that you've gotten. It's just like you own it. And we've talked about that uh, a number of times uh, yeah. through our sessions. Um, so, you know, so good on you for, for being able to, you know, to talk about that and, and, uh, and, and willing to share it certainly here. So I, I obviously I appreciate that. Um, so that was the kind of the kickoff point. You started coaching these kids and they, um, you know, but without any formal coaching training, uh, but then you go and, and do that. If you wouldn't mind just a little bit on that, I know we didn't talk about that so much, uh, before, but like that was, you know, after you were doing that, while you're doing that, it's like, oh, I need to go, I should go do this. I should, you know, what was happening in the tutoring center was I was coaching them on to be better presenters. And it was really interesting because as they were presenting, you could see the challenges that they faced in life just through getting on the stage. Mm-hmm. And in that I was coaching them through their challenges, which helped them um, get through them and be able to present differently when they got up to do their presentations because we address those limitations. And so um, it was really interesting because I started making a lot of friends. It's, you know, in college and they'd come into the coaching tutoring room just to have a, you know, sit down and have a talk with me because maybe they were struggling with something. And so it just became a natural thing, um, natural something that I did. And I was, I'm, I'm also a big proponent on coaching. I mean, I have my own coach. Right. Yeah. Well, and, and so we coach, talked about that. I had a coach back then as well. Yeah. And yeah. It's, and it's in, and it's in the book, uh, prosperous coach, right? It's, it's, if you, if you're offering coaching, you better have a coach yourself because yes. I mean, it's like that, that's, I mean, yeah, it's just like it's one has to go with the other. So there's always all, other levels to go. <laughs> oh, as, well, and you know, Tony Robbins coach of coaches, he has coaches, you know, they just happen yes. to be Ray Dalio or Steve Wynn or any of those guys, but it's just, right, right. he has his own too. Yeah. So that offered that, uh, I guess that elevated or at least a different kind of perspective on everything. Um, so you, you go in, you become a coach, obviously we've, you know, we've met, and I think kind of when, when we had met, you were kind of, uh, in personal development or, or life purpose coaching, yeah, life purpose coaching. And yeah. Obviously that, I mean, I made more progress in, in, you know, in probably the last four years than I had in the, in the initial or the, the previous 20. Um, so that was, you know, that was, you unlocked something wow. for me and I was off and running. Awesome. Um, yeah. Yeah. And so, but then you decide, you know, like recently, or I guess in the last year, you've decided on relationship coach. So what does being a relation coach, a relationship coach mean, mean for you? Well, I, I started looking at um, what it was for me that shifted my life and what shifted it was the relationship I cultivated with myself. And so, I mean, right behind here, which way am I? Um, you know, I have this, this saying that I found a long time ago, and I'm, I'm not sure where it originally is from, but it really spoke to me. And, and it's the most important relationship you will ever, ever, ever have in your life is the one with yourself. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know what that really meant. And I say it to my clients a lot, too. I'll start off with that. And they, they don't really know what it means either <laughs> until they begin developing that relationship and they realize that what they begin to attract into their life is completely different than what they attracted from before. Mm -hmm. Because what happens is we, you know, we're raised from our parents or our teachers or what have you. And we have all of their, um, their patterns loaded onto us. And a lot of times we don't even have a voice to speak because we're so busy using their voices that we learn to speak and they're not our own. And so we've got to get in there and we got to peel back these layers of like, you know, 
who are, who are we being like, who am I? Is that my mom talking? Is that my dad talking? Is that my teacher telling me who I was? Um, or is that me? And it takes a little while to find your voice if you haven't used it. And that's why I got in trouble in some relationships in my past, because I was going into relationships going, I hope they like me. I hope they like me. And after I got to really know myself, my relationships, it went more like, hmm, I wonder if I like them. I wonder if they're the right person for me. Right, right. Totally <laughs> different dynamic, a right? Different conversation. 100%. Totally different dynamic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, absolutely. And I know that uh, that that is something ever since we started working together, um, obviously I recognize it a lot more now and I don't, and tell me if I'm wrong, but I, I think it's just something that you are constantly, I should say I am constantly, um, I don't want to call it monitoring, but when that anxiety, you know, comes up, it's like, okay, what's, you know, what am I feeling and why, where's it coming from? Am I doing this to myself? Am I, am I being authentic? Uh, you know, and, and as, is something I'm saying or something I'm doing, right. is that not me? And how do I feel about it? And so like, I know that I fall back on that a lot of, you know, kind of who, who am I? Am I, am I being me? Cause I talk about that in, in my networking class, like you have to be authentic. And a lot of times there yeah. I am, but I, I think it's. Well, and I acknowledge you for that because a lot of people don't even take the, the time to create that awareness around, Hey, where am I coming from in this process? Is this, am I coming from this place of fear in doing this coming from this place of like excitement and I get to do this yeah. and it's a completely different place to come from yeah and sure. sometimes it's really hard to discern where you're coming from because when emotions are high it's hard to tell is this coming from my head or is this coming from my heart uh -huh. and sometimes unless you really get to know yourself you don't really know where it's coming from yeah and you want to spend time to do that yeah, it does take a little time to do that. <laughs> yeah, it does. I'm still learning. <laughs> yeah, well, which is which is good, good to hear from somebody for like me who has yeah has yeah been you know working with you for obviously we started off you know where it was just like we got we're doing all this work and we're peeling stuff back and we're trying to get to the root of everything and then yeah. you do and it's like okay and now you start to rebuild and you know and then now we're not working together as as much as we did but there's like whenever it was last month or two months, it's like, I, let's get something in the books. I need, I, I gotta, I gotta kind of work through this and I need, I want, I want to, I want you to hear it. And does yeah. this sound right? You know, in the whole conversation we had, but um, anyway, not about me. So and sometimes uh, just talking to people though, you can hear yourself and that in itself helps you. Right. Yeah, I remember sure. somebody told me a long time ago um, when I first got into coaching and I was like all nervous about coaching and oh my God, what if I do something wrong and all these things. And somebody once told me going, Adrian, you know, if somebody just walked out to a telephone pole and all they did was tell their problems to a telephone pole, they're going to get some benefit out of that Yeah, because yeah. they're able to at least get it out. They can hear themselves talk and they can yep. possibly come up with their own answers. Yep. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so with that, you say any, you know, anybody can walk out of the door. So who would benefit from working with a, a like let's say not necessarily a relationship coach because obviously there's there like that's you start to get specific with that but like a personal development a life purpose coach like who who does benefit from that um well a lot of people what i i remember if i just go back to how i got into it it's like how the hell did i end up here like how did i get here here i am 44 years old. I'm divorced. I have three kids. Yeah. I, I have no college education. How did I get here? That was like, for me, it was like, how the heck did I get here? And, yeah. and how am I going to, you know, where am I going to go from here? And so for me, that was a, a big thing, you know, just, you know, in finding out how I got here. And I realized that I had all the things that were coming up were the same challenges that were coming up before there was, you know, in relationships and things like that. And I'm like, I'm the common denominator in this. It's one thing if it happened once, but there was a couple things that were happening um, continuously. And I'm like, I've got to get me figured out so that I stop this pattern. So anybody who's going through like a midlife crisis, um, anybody who's having a struggle in their personal relationships, um, anybody who's just come to that 
going, you know, I've done the same thing over and over and I want to get a different result. Tony Robbins always said, what's the definition of insanity? Doing the same thing over and over and over again. So to come to a coach, it's like we can take you right out and um, get you doing things a little bit differently. So, And it's so funny how quickly it can actually happen if you're willing to commit to it. If you really want that, like not walking into a, into a coach's office or a therapist or a counselor and saying, fix me. It's like, right. no, I'm ready. I understand that yeah. I'm the common denominator. Good point. Very I, need good to, point. I need to do the work. Now, and yeah. every time, every time I would say, you, you know, you, you got this out of me and you're like, no, 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 you did the work. I just, I helped steer you. That was it. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, it's then, true. Then a level of pride that you start to have in yourself, which starts to change that relationship with yourself. And you start to tell yourself different things that were different from before of getting the same result. So yes. it's, it's a pretty quick shift once, I mean, if you're willing to go through it and you get to the bottom of it, you're like, oh. And it's almost like, why would I do that? Why did that? How did I let that happen? Now that I know that's done. And it can be like, from, and I don't know if you remember the conversation we had, but it was somebody, it was somebody essentially like when I was young, very young, asking me if I was stupid and mm, that yes. clung, that clung to me for 30 years yeah. without me even thinking about it, but it mm. was there clearly, but it was yeah. right below the surface. And as soon as you said that we had a couple minute conversation. And you go, well, Craig, let me ask you something. I said, yeah. I said, are you stupid? And I said, no. And you said, good, <laughs> moving on. And it was, that's how quick it was. Now, I mean, we made reference to it in, in future sessions, but right. there, but it, it was as soon as I identified an old thought that I had, I told myself something different and I kept moving forward. And so that was, I mean, yeah. and that's how quick it was. I forget what session that was in, but it was, but it, I was also open to doing it. So that, like, yeah, that's a big exactly. part. Right? Yeah. And I always yeah. say you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. So you 100%. can come in and you can get the great information, but what are you doing once you leave my office? Right. Yep. And that's all on you. So we mm -hmm. can get all those great little tidbits, but if you're not doing anything with them, then, you know, you're coming in and great, getting great little tidbits. Mm -hmm. But um, right now we're in a, we're in a world that it's not just about reading the information like in the past we used to read a lot of great books and you know a lot of learn a lot of great information and get a lot of great knowledge um and you know it's like great we got a lot of shelf esteem but what are you going to do with that and the difference right. is yeah. is that we're taking you've got to take action on the things you know and that's where coaching is different because it's like okay so what are we going to do with this how are you going to notice when this shows up into your life mm -hmm. And yeah. what steps are you going to take to make the shifts once you notice it? Yeah. Yeah. You know, the, the, and the where do all these things show up so that we prepare you to be out there so that when it does show up, you know exactly how you're going to be with it. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, you and you recognize it right now. And it's, yeah. and I don't know how that all works. I mean, I, I guess I, I do kind of, but just the way that it, the, that it happened for me, it's just, it's like you put your, kind of put yourself on notice, but in a good way of yeah. like things that you, you think, I don't, I don't want this in my life anymore. Like I now I've identified it. Now I, it's like, it's there. Okay. Now, now it's, you know, now I'm going to get rid of it. So, yeah. Um, so one of the, you know, I, I, I wrote this down and it says, what question, what, or I guess it is there, but what one question do you hear the most when somebody should actually be asking a different question or like, they're asking this, but here's what I hear the most, but what they should actually be asking is this question. And if, if you understand that and how I'm, how I'm phrasing that, like, yeah, if, it's like so I guess the question is, are people asking the right questions in general, but is there like one that you've gotten more when you're like, that's not what you should be asking. It really should be this. Right. So, so you're, you're basically asking, you know, so this person comes in, they ask this and it's like, no, that is not the question. It actually is this, right? Yeah, exactly. So in that question, the first thing that comes to mind is um, there's a lot of people who come in and it's like, this person's doing this to me, or they're treating me this way. And they're treating me like, like I'm just gum on a shoe or that I'm a piece of crap, or, mm -hmm. you know, why are they lying to me? Or, you know, there's all these things, right. Of why somebody's doing something to you. And, but it's, it's not so much about what people are doing to you as much as, you know, 
why have you put yourself in a situation like that? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's more like, why did you put yourself there? So a lot of people come in and it's like, it's them, it's them, it's them, but it's an inside job. I always say we're working from the inside out. And so there's something that we're attracting energetically mm-hmm. in the way that we're being. And we choose to put ourselves there. We choose not. And so that little shift that I did in relationships going, does he like me? Does he like me? Does he like me? Instead going, wait a minute, let me make make sure that this is a fit for me. Because I used to jump right in and I'd get attached and then I'd find myself attached and then I couldn't get unattached. Right. And I thought, you know what? I don't want to do this because I I know what I've attracted in my past. And I I don't want to jump into something and then find that I've attracted myself to the same person. It's like, let me just let them show themselves a little bit and make sure this is something that I want to put myself into mm-hmm. yeah. because bottom line, I have control of whether I put myself into a situation or not. So it's not so much the, it's not so much a question. It's just, it's, I mean, it sounds like it's really just a mindset of, of um, it's them, not me. Uh, how do yeah. I get them to treat me better? Kind of, yeah. I guess, I guess if there was a question that might maybe be it instead and of how do you get them to treat you better? Who would yeah. you have to treat better first? Who's who's the most important relationship you have? You know? <laughs> and so it all, yeah, it all, it's when all you treat starts that, in the mirror. Yeah, um, I was working with somebody yesterday and it was in regards to support. And I remember having this challenge. Like, I remember when I got out of that marriage, I had no support around me. Mm-hmm. And I was essentially an island on my own. And what I, I kept going, I have no support. That person has support. That person has support. I don't know how to get support. And then what I realized is that I had to learn how to support myself. Mm-hmm. And once I got, you know, like what it was to support myself. So I supported myself by going back to school. I supported myself by putting my butt in the gym and getting in shape. Um, I supported myself by being the best mom I could possibly be. And I just, I arranged things in a way that was like really supportive in what I was doing and what I was up to in life. And in that all of a sudden I started attracting support. So it's how we do anything is how we do everything. So if we're saying one thing, but we're doing another, we're not supporting ourselves. So we've got to, we got to get those little, if I say something like I'm going to go to the gym today and then I don't do it, I'm not supporting myself going to the gym. promises to yourself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And those, that's how you build up self-esteem that's how you build up confidence by following through on the things that you say that you're going to do yeah absolutely yeah Yeah, absolutely uh you excuse me you had mentioned before uh, just kind of in passing and i we had talked about this is uh your map to more Mm. and so i'd like to hear you talk about that a little bit all right so um this is this was like a huge for me. <laughs> um, this map to more was before I became like a, a coach. Um, this came to me. I had had a lot of coaching from Deb. I had had all my coaching from the past with Tony and in landmark education and all of that. And I couldn't figure out how to go from point A to point B consistently. And so I would get in these challenges and then I would go to my coach to help me figure it out because I didn't know how to figure it out for myself. So I found over time that it was like, I don't want to be dependent on somebody. I want to be dependent on myself to figure this stuff out. And I didn't know how to do it. And through all that training, I had these dreams and I was seeing shapes and like resets and all this stuff. And it had been happening for almost a year where I'd wake up and I felt like I was on the verge of something. Like I'm, I feel like I, I just, I feel like I'm on the verge of a breakthrough but I wasn't sure. And so one morning I woke up, I had the same thing and it was just so close. I thought, I'm like, I feel like I finally have all the answers. And then I'm like, ah, then it would go away. And I'm like, let me grab my notepad. I'm going to just start putting everything out. I know on paper. And I just started drawing and started drawing and and about four hours go by and I had no idea that much time it had lapsed because I'd started off with a cup of coffee and just going crazy And then when I was done, I just went, whew, I was like, what was that? And then I got up and I looked and I'm like, what the is this? And I'm like, 
huh. And I started seeing how things matched up and there was like this mirror thing, this effect. And essentially what it was, was the map of how to get out of what I call now the vortex of doom, right. which is the fear induced response that creates this compensator, a behavior that you have that has a language all its own. Mm-hmm. And that's like the pattern part of it. And it's like, that's the part that we're not aware of. And so I help my clients become aware of that. And when I began to see this, um, I was like, oh my God, that's how that works. And I was, oh my gosh, what are all my vortexes? What are they? And so I started listing out all my vortexes of not being smart enough, not being good enough, not being lovable enough. And then I was like, how do I compensate for that? I get stuck. I feel like I can't move. I, I avoid things. And there was a a specific way that I was being with the fear that was evoked in me. And I had a language about it, but nobody's going to think I'm good enough. Nobody's, you know, I, I got to figure this out. I can't do this. And I try and I try. And it's like, there was this whole thing. And then what I realized the piece to get out of the vortex was like this, um, this other piece, which was the creating awareness around it and creating awareness got you out of, then you had to exercise what I call emotional intelligence, which is like this reset, which is a stop. And then we disengage, let your emotions settle to get out to the other side. So, and then there's a whole nother side that mirrors that, that it's like, when you begin to take on these behaviors, it switches, it's a game changer. Mm-hmm. And so, um, what I did was I took this map and I utilized it in my marriage that was like really icky, you know, like, so I had a divorce and we were not talking and it was just like, it, it was a really tough thing with kids. And I took this map and I began um, realizing where all of my um, hooks were going, oh, when he says that I'm this or that, I go into this. And so I would get on the phone with him and he would like, he would know how to push my buttons, Uh but I had my map there and I'm like, he's not going to push my buttons. I'm going to stay. I'm not going to let him vote. I was prepared. I was ready. Mm -hmm. And so all of a sudden he would say something that would hook me and I'd be like, and then I got to the point and I exploded and screw the map. The map didn't yeah. work. But then I'm yeah. like, oh, dang, I got <laughs> off the phone and then I came back and it was like, you know, eventually comes back around and I had to have a conversation with them again. And I'm like, okay, no, this time I'm going to stay. I'm going to stay. And so I began utilizing this map as something to be in front of me to really help me through some of the emotional challenges that I was having because I would react to what he has to say in this defense that I felt like I had to, I felt like I had to prove something. I thought I had to defend something. Um, I wanted to win like all these things that are ego traits that are compensators that want to win. And um, I realized that I didn't have anything to prove to him just because he says it's so doesn't make it so. And so that's what I would start saying. I had this new mantra in my head. And every time he would hook me with something, like I'm not smart or any of those things, mm-hmm. I'd be like, just because he says it doesn't make it so. And I don't even need to fight that. I don't need to challenge that. I don't even need to win that argument. He can think whatever he wants. Right. And by going in and him not hooking me, it was like it shifted the whole relationship. And now we're really good friends. And I think it was about a year or two after that, we took our kids skiing as friends and, you know, it healed the relationship by me not getting hooked. So when people come to me, it's like, I'm having a challenge in my relationship. Does my significant other need to come in? I'm like, all it takes is one to shift the relationship Mm -hmm. because when you get it, they will automatically get it. When I shifted, it shifted the way that my former husband treated me. Okay. So when I got it, he got it right. It was like, because I taught him how to treat me before I didn't respect myself. Sure. Yeah. And therefore he didn't respect me, Mm -hmm. but I was trying to get respect from him all the time, but it wasn't about getting respect out there. It was about enough respecting myself and drawing my boundaries Mm -hmm. that when he would start saying the things I'm like, you know what? I really want to have a conversation with you, but I'm not, I, with you slinging these things at me, it's just not the kind of conversation I want to have. When you really want to have an adult conversation, I'm more than happy to do it. I'm letting you know I'm hanging up now. I'm hanging up. If you want to talk, I'm here. If you want to have a real conversation, click. Uh And then he'd call me back. 
okay, I'm sorry, you know, let's have a conversation. I'm like, great, I'm so into having a conversation with you. And so I had to reteach him how to treat me. And you go through some uproar in that, you know, in the process, but when you keep at it and you keep taking action, mm-hmm. it's completely doable. Yeah. And, and, and it's funny that probably uh, that w- not only did that help with him, but that would help. It. So it, that's where it started, you know, potentially that like, I need to, I need to have the respect for myself with him. He, that's who I have to beat or that's who I have to, I have to manage. Well, it's just maybe it's, it's kinder words, but then the- that, that would lead to other, that would lead to the, and, and anything that you decided to do. I am good enough. I am smart enough. I, you know, yeah. and gone to people yeah. like me, right. You know, he was but, my best teacher, Craig. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> right. he was the most challenging, but he sure. was my best teacher because right. he woke up all these things in me, all these insecurities in me. Mm-hmm. And they were things that I needed to heal within myself. And once I healed those, he could know me. And that's the thing about coaching. You know, when you heal yourself from the inside, things automatically shift on the outside. It's an inside job. And that's why we have absolutely 100% control in everything that we do and what shows up in our life. Yeah. Well, and speaking from the inside out, uh, on your website, uh, you talk about building your house and Mm -hmm. how how we, how our physical house and like the thing that we actually go into, we open the door and we like, we live in, we hire professionals to do that, to help us kind of design the dream and all that other stuff. But when it comes to the one, like that, like we're the house and what what we have going on inside of us, we kind of, I'll I'll get to it. Who built our house? Right. Yeah. So the original builders of our house, our parents. Right. Right. The people Mm -hmm. who raised us were the original builders. And I don't know. It's like, I don't know if I look at my parents, they've got great taste, but it's not, it's not the kind of house that I want to build. And so um, I remember working with my, um, my coach, she was like, Adrian, we got to go in. We got to like, you know, we got to take that foundation out because that foundation that you've built everything on is shaky and we got to go in and build a solid foundation of who you are and what you want in your life and then be okay to trust that. Right. And so, um, you got to go in and you got to build a solid foundation to stand on so that when things like my former husband would say things to me, I was unshakable because I knew who I was Mm -hmm. where before the foundation that I was on, was the moment he said it, I was like going crazy and defending myself and trying to prove myself. Right. And so uh, when you really get to know who you are, there's just this foundation that you lay that is so solid. There could be all kinds of things come up, but if you know who you are beyond a shadow of a doubt, it can't shake you. And it doesn't mean that I don't get shaken because right. I still get shaken. And I always have the saying that it's like, you know what? Oh my God, this is like a really tough thing that I'm going through. Oh my God, this is big. This is going to be a big breakthrough. This is going to be a big one. I'm going to learn big from this one, uh-huh. you know, so that the bigger and harder they are, it's like, I know that it'll pass mm-hmm. and I'll make it through the other side. And in the process, it's a little challenging going through, but when I get out the other side, I'm like, ah, oh, I'm stronger. I'm better. You know, I'm better for it. Mm-hmm. So what doesn't kill us makes us stronger. Right. And, 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 and then, but then you, you know, you said, it's like, We'll hire, you know, we try to deal with that all, we try to deal with it on our own without seeking, yeah. like, we're going to build a house. No, no, I'm just, I'm just going to, I'm just going to dig the, I'm just going to dig the hole, pour the footer, um, you know, and I'll just, you know, and I'll, I'll wing it. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. what you're, and what you just said, you started with it is like my coach from her perspective, looking at me, getting to know me came to me and said, the one that you're on, no good. We got it. We are going to have to report. We're going to have to report the foundation and then yeah. we'll start building. Oh, yeah. But you went to somebody for that yeah. instead of like, mm-hmm. I'm going to figure it out on my own or if I need, you know, I tried. I'm weak. <laughs> I tried. If I, yeah. Right. And that's the thing. It's like you get people that can, and who is the, who is the common denominator? What is the common right. denominator in your life? And it always comes back to you. So yeah, like that's, I think that's, 
And that's what, um, that's where my map came in because it's like, yeah, we want to get help and we want, cause people can see things labeled differently. It's like somebody once said in the Tony um, Robbins organization, they're like, when you're in the jar, you can't read the label on the outside that says peanut butter. Right. You're just in it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so having a coach, they can actually see the label and help you out of the jar that you're right. in. Right. And so I just always found that, you know, as, but with the map, not only do you have somebody with a perspective, but you have a consistent way to go. And so I kind of tell people that one of the things that they're going to learn is how to coach themselves in the process so that you can get through those day-to-day things on your own. Mm-hmm. You don't always need to lean on something. And then when you really want to grow, a coach is really great because we can take you to the next level. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, and that's exactly how I felt going through it because it was piece by piece. And then then you do have a breakthrough and you do, and you have, and that's, and then that's, it's like, holy cow, if they can do that for me, what else, what else can I do that can, you know, and then I can bring it to them. And then there's the next one and then the next one and then the next one. Yeah. And so, yeah. 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 Um, you talk about, uh, and again, on your website, um, clients already having the answers that they need. Mm. If they're coming yeah, to you, if they have the answers. answers. Yeah, go yeah. ahead. No, I say if they have the answers, why are they coming to you? Because probably because they, I would say they don't, they don't feel like they do. So please just kind of elaborate on that. Right. So we all have the answers within us. It's just that maybe we don't trust the answers that come up and we feel like we we're so used to going outside of ourselves for the answers. We're not used to going inside to find our own answers. Um, somebody once gave me an analogy not too long ago um, about that your brain is like an elephant and we're like the little drivers on top of the elephant. And I don't know about you. Have you ever ridden an elephant before? I have not. Or have you ever seen the guy that drives the elephant? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if we look at our brain as the elephant, mm-hmm. you know, because our brain is a glorified tool. It has all kinds of information it stores. We have a lot of automatic memory. I know how to play guitar. Thank goodness for my brain because the repetition is just there when I pick it up. Mm-hmm. Um, but we don't want to be on automatic pilot all the time. And the brain is great automatic pilot. And it's like the elephant, it'll start actually, um, it'll do things without you being aware that you're doing it. And so we want to be more of the driver of our brain, like what's going on up there. Mm -hmm. And we want to be able to, you know, be the one on top guiding the elephant. And if we're not aware of the elephant, if we're not aware of our brain, then our brain just goes all over the place. And so the more we get to know our brain, the more we create awareness around our patterns, the more we can drive where it is that we want to go. Yeah. Yeah. That boy, that's, I I probably butchered that analogy because it's a new one, but I thought, oh my gosh, you know, it's like, I, I imagine getting up and kind of pushing the elephant, like that elephant wins, you know, and it's like, I got to get to know my brain so well that I can, I know how to maneuver it. You've, yeah, and you've shared that with me before. I remember talking about that, and, and and it's and it's so big. And if again, if you're not, if there's not, if you're the driver and you're not vigilant, and that the elephant can get away from you because this is going to do what it wants, It'll right? Do, yeah. And, and yes, which is exactly yes. how, how the brain, how your brain goes. If you're not, if you're not, if you're not conscious of your, of not only thinking but of the thoughts that you're having, uh, it, it often running, and and then and then. Everything's yeah. worst case scenario because it, the brain is built to protect us. Like that's like it's survival. Yeah. It's always in survival mode. And so, and, and to cruise along and this is normal. This is what we're doing. And this is, this is how we don't take risks. So when you take risks and your brain's going, whoa, 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 what are you doing? You know, yeah. or you just, you leave it alone for so long. It starts to go down a path that it has no business going down. Yeah. And, and then you, how did I get here? Mm-hmm. I'm 44 years old. I'm like, I was, yeah. I haven't been paying attention to what I've been, what I've been thinking or doing. Yeah. I need to change that. So yeah, that's, um, that's cool. Thank you for summing that up for me. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Absolutely. Awesome. Well, you've done it for me enough times. I thought I could return it <laughs> once. Um, so we're going to move off of that, off of, off of the coaching. I, I think that is great. I think people uh, hopefully will see the, I, I, they got to see the value and have an, at least an initial conversation with the coach, whether it's you, uh, which we'll talk about where to find you later and how they can get in touch. Um, but but uh, I want to talk real quick. Uh, what are your degrees in? 
Uh, and would you consider that what you've done personal professional development or is it kind of a little bit of both? And I'll, I'll reiterate if you need me to, but what was the mo which one was the most fun to get and which one was the most challenging, mm -hmm. which, and they may be the, they may be the same. Yeah. Um, so I have degrees. I actually found out I had four, mm -hmm. one by accident, you know, just because oh, I had okay. requirements, um, but communications, awesome. psychology, uh -huh. um, human development and mm -hmm. liberal arts. Okay. And so um, the, my favorite by far as communications. Yeah, I, I can see that. Love communications. Yeah, yeah. And you're great. <laughs> um, that was the funnest to get, getting up and giving presentations and you know, really learning how to put something and uh, structure to something and then deliver it. That's a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. um, I would say, I don't know that any, I think my, I would just say my last class was probably my challenging. It was in psychology. And it was in human development, taking you from the fetus all the way to, um, you know, old age when you die. And so the professor was asking us to write papers. And so I look at this as both personal and professional development, um, because I had to get over a lot. I, I was like a 1.5 uh, grade average in high school and I didn't have a college education. Right. So going back to school for me was like, absolutely not. I'm not smart enough. I was in dummy classes is what we, they called them back then. Right. right? Yeah. And so I had this thing that I was dumb and, um, that I couldn't keep up with other kids and all these things. And so going back to school really showed me that it wasn't that I was dumb or stupid and all these things that I always thought I wasn't not smart enough. Um, but it was more, um, that I didn't apply myself. And so I got to shift that story. Mm -hmm. So in that way, it was personal development for me because that I had this thing that I wasn't smart enough for the longest time. And, and I don't have that story so much anymore. It still creeps up time to time and things right. that I'm not familiar with. Right. Sure. Yep. Um, and so that was a huge thing for me. And I also remember sitting in math class when I was a kid and the teacher yelling at me and, and I always like would bust into tears and I would get so frustrated that my emotions would start to rise and it would block all the information from me. Mm -hmm. And I remember going back, sitting in pre-algebra in college and I'm like, the same stuff was happening as when I was like, you know, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 years old. And yeah, I was just yeah. Oh my God, I, I feel like a kid sitting here in class, you know, like all the same stuff was coming up. And then I'm like, wait a minute, you've got new tools now, Adrian. You don't have to get this frustrated. And and I, but I don't know it. And she's going so fast. And it looks like everybody else in the class knows it. How come I don't know it? So I had the same story coming up. And I'm like, Adrian, stop it. Yeah. Just stop it. So I began to look at the board because I noticed that when my emotion came up, it blocked all the information. And I'm like, let me do this differently. Okay, so she starts at this board. There's a board here. There's like four boards in. By the time she gets to the fifth board, when she turns the corner, I'm just like, I was gone <laughs> after the third board. Right, yeah. But I'm like, let me just soak this in. And let me just trust that I have the information. And by the time I get to the tutor, everything that I need to know will be there. And whatever isn't there the tutor will fill it in. And so I began to just enjoy my math classes because I wasn't making myself wrong in them. I was just like in there soaking up the information and knowing that I would, I would get it handled. And so um, the writing, all the writing of the papers really helped me. And um, you said that I'm an author. I'm not an author yet. I'm working on being an author. So it's helping me in my book. I have a book. You do? I have a book with your name on it. Oh, yeah. Oh, my hand. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, that I counts. That, that yeah. wasn't easy. I remember when you were working on that. You're like, this is such a challenge. How do I publish it? What do I do? And I'm yeah, like, yeah, and, and, and you did all that stuff. So yeah, yeah I am you're an author. Stand that before I really like publish, publish it. Sure. Right. So I give I that it. handout to my clients because it's the map. It gives them the directions and all of that. But mm -hmm. um, yeah, absolutely. Thank yeah. you for reminding me of yeah, that. Absolutely. I loved it. Yeah, I still have it. It's on my phone. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. love it. Yeah, yeah. I love it. So, um, so all right, cool. Now. Did I answer the question? With that? 
Uh, yeah, no, you did. Did Absolutely. I answer your question? What, what was most fun? What was most okay, challenging? Good. What your degrees in? All that. Yeah, for sure. Got it. Got um, it. So now, you know, we have, I mean, that was a bulk of it, but, you know, we're just going to talk about networking here a little bit now. Okay. And I, you know, I, I think I sent you the question, how do you, how do you approach, how do you approach networking? And you can answer that however, however it feels best to you. Um, so I've been in school for a while, right? And that was like, this is one area that I meet a lot of people. It's natural networking. Yeah. Right. Sure. So wherever I go, I could be standing in a line at the grocery store. And if I'm hitting it off with somebody, that's networking. Mm -hmm. um, I remember one day I went down because I ran out of coffee and um, I walked down to the store and I was just like, is, it, is this this? I spilled a coffee? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I won't Great go story. into this. Please share it because like, the, your re and start from where when it happened and I because I oh love, my gosh I, I love okay. your reaction to the coffee all right so please so I had instant coffee and this instant coffee tastes like ass I'm just yeah. gonna say it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, and but I'm like I don't want to go down to the store I don't want to you know let me just have this cup of coffee and I was working on my computer so I made this cup of coffee sat down with my computer. And I went to grab something and hit the handle of the coffee and this full mug went splat all over my floor. It was all over the refrigerator, all over the uh, cabinets. All over, I mean, it was just a mess, right? And think about getting up first thing in the morning and you're just all groggy. <laughs> I mean, last yeah, thing you want to yeah. do is, you know, clean up, spill coffee. And I'm like, and I spilled and I'll never forget how it felt. I just looked at it and I'm like, huh, all right. Looks like I'm going to have to grab a sponge. And I just, I didn't make it mean anything. I'm just like, looks like I'm going to have to grab a sponge. Right. So I got down there and I start wiping it up and I'm noticing like, oh, that needs a little cleaning. And ooh, that needs a little cleaning. And the next thing I knew, I was like, I was like making my kitchen spotless. And I felt really good when I was done right. because my kitchen and my floor right. was more clean than it was to begin with. Mm -hmm. And I thought, I went to go make another instant. And I'm like, no, I don't deserve that instant. I'm going to go down and get me a great yeah. fresh cup of coffee. Yeah. And I'm going to walk there. It was a beautiful, crisp morning. Mm -hmm. And so I got my sweats on and I walked down to the store and I was like, just that it was crispy air and the birds were out. And I'm like, God, I'm so glad that my coffee spilled. Right. right. And I'm yeah. just enjoying it. Yeah. So I get into the coffee area in this, and as I'm looking at the coffee, this woman comes up behind me and she's like, wow, I love your hair. And we just start talking, right? And the next thing we know, we get into this conversation. So what do you do? And I tell her that I'm a coach and she's like, oh my God, I need a coach. And so I ended up getting a client by taking, because of that spilt cup of coffee and networking in the aisle at the grocery yeah. store. Yeah. So I, I, when I look at I love it because I love the reaction. I, I love it because we, I remember when you told me, when you first told me that however long ago it was, I'm like, I had probably been up in arms. Oh, every time, you know, you know, just whatever story I'm telling myself about the cup of coffee that I just spilled. Yeah. It, it didn't mean anything. Oh. Probably clean that up. And then yeah. you, you know, you kill it, you clean it, the, the kitchen's clean, which in and of itself, you think about, okay, you cleaned your kitchen, but it's like, who likes to do that? Who likes to clean? But for whatever reason, that day it worked and you went through a different process. Yeah. I owe myself, I've earned a fresh cup of coffee. So, and right. I know the store that you went to and I know they got great coffee down there. And, and, and because you took the time, I cleaned it up, I cleaned it. And then you happen, you happen to run into this person. Yeah. And you run and you end up with the client. You don't like, you don't know where, what any of this stuff means, you know, it's just, and it's what we assign to it. And sometimes you can assign nothing to it. Like you did with the coffee. Like in my past, I might've looked at it and went, damn it. I spilled my coffee. It's going to be a crappy day. Yeah. Right. No, and then I'm just like, and then there's a whole nother um, way that you go about your day. Right. As a result oh, yeah. of that, and you declare that it's going to be a crappy day. It's going to be a crappy day. And I decided if you're going to, if you're going to make up a story, you might as well make it a good one. Yeah. Well, so and, I made up a good one of, Hey, going to clean my, my floors up. Yeah. And Jer them up a little bit. Jarek Robbins will say that. Yeah. I, I, I'm sure somebody else has said it, but I saw him quoted in it. It was like, did you have a bad day or did you have a bad five minutes that you milked for the rest of the day? 
Right. And yeah. it's just like, oh yeah. And I, I remember yeah, like, that, hits, that hits my head often when something, I love something it. weird, I you love know, it. just something that's, that really yeah, should be yeah. nothing, but yeah. Um, so how important, it, and especially in your business, is uh, how important is networking and or how it, has it impacted your business? It's and, very- and, and life too. Well, it's very important because if I didn't have networking, I wouldn't have met the people that I have that have helped me grow my business. You can't grow your business just sitting at home, not really doing anything like people make the business. Right. And so um, networking is everything. And it's like it's through my network that people who have come in and had coaching and had really great experiences and walked out with transformations, they refer me. So now my network is actually working for me versus me having to go out and, you know, hit it really hard. Right. Your network is working for you. Yeah. yeah, I, I like I yeah. want to I want to make anybody who's listening. I want you to hear that my network is working for me. And that's the big idea. Mm. That, that is that is your sales force. That is your marketing team, along with you, because you continue to do it. and You continue to stay in touch. And anytime anybody hears anything about or it says anything about coaching or I need to, or if I see somebody that I feel like needs it. Uh, I mean, like I'm doing my own thing. I've kind of come off of where, where I, the, the, the direction I was going, where I'm just getting into networking and helping people do it better. But anytime somebody comes up, they got a problem, they got something, they're stuck, whatever. I'm like, you should, I know, I know, I know a girl, you know, this, you got to talk to her. She's fantastic. Oh, thank um, you. Yeah, no, thank of you. course. I mean, that's. Yeah, that's, I've had a few of your, your referrals coming my way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I yeah, met no. you with a networking function. What's that? I met you at a networking know, Right. No, absolutely. And it was right? funny that I was standing there and you just kind of appeared. And for those, <laughs> I mean, clearly there haven't been people, like people that have seen this probably haven't seen you in person or something, but you carry an aura around you that it's kind of like it's glowing. And when you showed up at the whole group looked at you because I think you were talking to me or you just stepped in. I don't remember, but everybody just kind of turned and looked at you. And mm-hmm. it was it, the, it's a, there's an automatic click with you most of the time. I got to think with most people, you just, you just have you. your, your, it's presence. We've Thank talked you. about how, of course, we talked about how Tony, when he's talking to somebody, when he's in a crowd of 10,000 people and he's talking to one person, he's talking it to one person. cuts through you like nothing. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 So what else? Oh, uh, and yeah. I met my boyfriend networking. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yep. Funny, funny yeah. enough. That's how I, how I function. Yeah. A couple yeah. of girlfriends I've had. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, what else have you gained due to networking? I mean, you have your business, but a boyfriend. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess. Yes. Okay. Moving on to right? the relationship. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, it's a good, no, absolutely. Absolutely. So let me ask you this. What are your, you know, for what you have done, maybe based on really what you do as a coach, what would be your top tip or top three tips to people, you know, for networking, for people to do, whether you want to address coaches directly or small businesses or just people looking to make friends? Like, what would you, what would the top three things that you would say somebody top should do? Things. So um, know your strengths. Mm-hmm. And that's a really tough one, right? Like, like you just said about me that I have this aura, right? Um, I've, I've heard that a lot. I've heard that I have like this automatic energy and I don't know that I have this, but after being told it a lot, I used to like, just refute it, refute it. And just like, oh yeah, whatever, whatever. I used to just like, you know, people give you compliments and you're like, yeah, whatever. And so instead of doing that, I learned to go, you know what, if enough people are saying that maybe there's some truth to it. So I started, um, you know, when I was doing a lot of my personal development um, work, I went around and I asked people, you know, what are the top five things that um, that stand out to you about me? And one of the um, I got inspiration, magnetic, um, very personal, like people just automatically get along with me. And there was like a couple other things. Right. Magnetic. And so I thought, oh, these are things that I don't have to try at. This is just something I'm naturally good at. Mm -hmm. So I remember I wanted to run an experiment and my experiment was to go to a networking meeting where I knew absolutely nobody somewhere down in San Diego and not to try and do anything. I was just going to let my presence do it. Right. Just Mm -hmm. to see if there was any truth. Yeah. 
So I get there and it's awkward because the first thing you want to do is like try to get in with a group because it's awkward sitting by yourself. But I'm like, no, you're good by yourself. You don't need to talk to anybody. You know, you're you're not stupid. So quit <laughs> pretending that you are. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. so I thought, OK, I'm just going to enjoy this. And I went and grabbed my food and I grabbed a glass of wine and I sat over in the corner and I'm like, I was like the little thoughts came up. Gosh, this is uncomfortable. Adrian, just own being in your space and be good about it. If anybody needs you, they will find you. So I'm sitting there by myself. And within a couple of minutes, I had people gravitating towards me and talking to me and, you know, starting conversation. Like I didn't have to try. And I'm not saying that that's something that everybody has to do because everybody has different strengths. Mm -hmm. It's find those strengths. You don't got to work on those. Mm -hmm. Just show up. Mm -hmm. And so for me, that was, that was a huge, just be, just Mm -hmm. be who you naturally are. And if people have told you something about you a number of times, start to believe it. Right. You know, some people might be told, Hey, you're a great storyteller. Um, start to believe that, Mm -hmm. you know, like there might be something to that. Mm -hmm. Um, if you're really good on one-on-ones and people tell you that maybe that's something for you to consider, like, and you don't even have to try cause you know, you're just good at one-on-ones, you know? Mm-hmm. So whatever that is. Um, the other thing is in regards to networking, I, what I love about networking is that it gives me the opportunity to do the things I love to do. So I love to go to the gym. And so I, I network at places that I can go have fun. It's like, Oh, I'm working today. I'm networking. I'm yeah. at the gym, <laughs> right? Right, yeah, yeah. That's and so you gotta, pick, you gotta just, pick some place that you wanna go. Yeah, you, and then you find like-minded people, do. right? Mm-hmm. That are into the same thing and you get to mm-hmm. know them naturally. And I don't try to sell anybody because it's I that's not my deal. Mm-hmm. I just simply show up and just get to know people because I just love people. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Um, so, yeah, so get to know who you are, show up in your space, network in the places that you absolutely um, that are more your type of places that you would find yourself naturally. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I have a number three. Okay. Those, What's are, your... those are good. That one, that one there, the people, so, so often when we start talking about net, networking, people's like, oh, I know I have to do it. Uh, I really don't want to go to that. You know, it's like, well, you know, so why don't you want to go to it? It's like, is it because you just don't like networking because you haven't found you know success with it or you don't like it for whatever reason or I like it, but I don't, I don't want to go there. The last time I was there, it's like, well, there might be different people. Well, why don't you f- find a place that you would like to be, that you would like to go to? I talk about that. Like, yeah. Who do you want to be in business with? And, and it doesn't necessarily have to be the same, like the business end of it. It's what are the type of people that you want to be around? I've, you know, as you know, and we've talked about, I'm, you know, I'm into executive protection and, and personal protection, and I'm not doing as much of that work anymore, but it's the type of people that I want to be around. And so I've really poured myself into talking about networking within that industry. And so now I'm not, I'm not the guy, but I'm a guy that really that talks about that. A lot. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's how I'm identified. I like being there. So yeah like to be at the gym or if you like to you know what if you like to be in your case if you like to be at the beach if you like to be here or there these are the type of people that i want to be around that's where you go to network and then it's just a natural it's a natural thing there's no put on there's not i'm not trying i'm not in another i just want to share this real quick there excuse me i want to share this real quick there was a phrase that i said to you a lot and one day you called and one day you called me on (laughs) <laughs> and I was like, and you're like asking me what I was doing and what my plans were. And I'm like, well, I'm, you know, you know, this, I'm trying to do that. I'm trying to do this, I'm trying to do this. And you're like, Craig, you do a lot of trying. What are you just going to do? And I was like, well, shit. Okay. Could be like that. But that was, but that was it that I, and I, it was removed from my vocabulary and now it comes out and it might be, you know, yeah. I'm trying yeah. to make contact with somebody, but it's, it's, I'm, I'm working on it. So I'm not making contact. So maybe that's the better phrase, but it's like, I'm working on it. I'm getting in touch. I'm reaching out to that person because, you know, there's a little bit of, you need them to get back to you or they don't. And then you just move on. But um, that was, but that was something that you took from me. I don't know how you did it, but it was identified (laughs) and then it was gone and and off and running. So 
Um, uh, you're, yeah. you're awesome to work with. You nice. really are. It's like, you're like one of those that you take the information, you just like run with it. And it's like, ah, oh, star. Just, yeah. And just, and for, for, you know, from my perspective, I was always, it's always been looking for the information. I can, if I have it and I know what to do with it, or I'm sorry, not even yeah. that. If I have it, I can figure out what to do with it. Or, or it's like, here, go do this. Or I want you to think about this. It's like, I can, that, yeah, I can do that. You know, and you know, yeah. the same with networking, like you can ask people for favors or if somebody asks you for something, you can do it or you don't have to. Like, you, I wanted, like, I craved that information. Yeah. How do I, how do I feel better about myself? How do I get stronger? Yeah. How do I, how do I move forward? And, and that's like, and not everybody has to be hungry, right? But there is something sure. and, and yeah. you know, everybody has their own time frame of getting through things, but yeah, yeah hunger absolutely. Yeah. will get you there pretty quickly. And, and when you, yeah, when you want it and that's, and that's the big thing. Cause I know I've introduced you to some people and it hasn't, it hasn't gone or they, maybe they just weren't ready. And, you know, it's or hard they got to say. The information they needed at the time, there was enough and you never know when they yeah. might want more, right? Yep, Everybody's got their own speed. Yep. And it, it took and me it years. I mean, look, I, I started in 93 and it didn't all come together to me uh, until like 2013, probably. So it took me some time to like kind of dabble in it, come out, dabble in it, come out. And then I just got to a point where like enough seeds were planted that it accumulated and started snowballing. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Much, much like a network. Um, so <laughs> so <clears throat> here we are. We're kind of at the end here. What, uh, what's coming up? What's coming up next for you? Um, so I, I want to uh, finish my book. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm like writing in that little by little. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm also working with one of my clients who is a CMO, and she wants to start um, looking at going into corporations and revamping, um, you know, the whole structure and bringing in my map into um, the corporate world. And so mm -hmm. that's something that we're taking a look at and dabbling in and um, starting to create some um, momentum there. And, um, but what I really, my big thing on my list is like creating some online courses so that people have more access to this information. Right. Right. Yeah. It's a great, that's a great, uh, it's a great product. It's a great idea to do. Um, I know I just, I recently have completed one. I'm just waiting for it to go live. So that's, so that's, Yay, yeah, that's kind of cool. It's all, it's all, energy put in <laughs> right. Uh, that's, and it's, oh my gosh, this, the content this, writing. <laughs> yeah. This is what, what I like, what is going out, you know, that will be going out that's been recorded. That's ready to go live is a conversation that started with you. That wow. was, I want to do a networking course. Yeah. Okay. Well, what does that look like? I don't know. Well, you know, look, essentially look at, okay. I mean, awesome. Right now. Yeah. So like, that's kind of like, I put it, obviously you sat through, you sat through it before. Um, I've delivered it before, but this is kind of a different, uh, a different, like long term, I would say long term, but uh, this is something where I'm, you know, uh, it's kind of latent, you know, where I'm just, I'm putting it out there and then as people can buy it or they don't, or either way. And then it, you yeah, know, then it comes yeah. back to me. So, yeah, I have one of my other clients. She just ran her first webinar yesterday and it's like a four, a four week course. And it's like, cool. yes, she's just like yeah. taking, you know, it's, it wasn't what she'd ever thought about before. She never thought she'd be doing something like this, but she found a passion, mm -hmm. her purpose. Mm -hmm. And, um, and now she's creating courses and, and all kinds of things. So I just, I love to see you guys rocking yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, it's Easy, easy to do. We've got, we've got good leadership on that and, and a good role model. Um, so are you, are you taking, are you still taking clients? Will you take, will you take private clients still? Or yeah, you, absolutely. Yes. Okay. I'm still taking private clients at this point. Yes. Okay. And is it, do they, does it need to be relationship coaching? I know that's kind of where you're focusing. Yeah. So my focus is relationship, but if you really okay. think about what relationship encompasses, it's the relationship with yourself. <laughs> right. Yeah. And so when you get the relationship with yourself, right, then everything shifts outside of that. 100%. So, um, you know, my, uh, I, the lady that I'm working right now in corporate, she um, actually came in to work with the relationship with herself because she was having relationship challenges, okay. but how we do anything is how we do everything. So the challenges that showed up here were challenges that showed up there. And so when she started getting solid and laying that foundation within herself, 
the transformation she made within her corporation was huge. Like so right. many things began to change as a result. Sure. And she didn't come in for corporate coaching. She came right. in for personal coaching, but it shifted her finances, her, um, her work atmosphere, her relationships, her relationship with her child, you know, it just transforms wow. everything. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I, as a not, as a, somebody, I'm not a parent, so that sort of thing doesn't even hit, typically hit my radar until I hear somebody say that. Oh yeah. Boy, if you're getting better, yeah. that's, and, and your, your mom and your dad, like, boy, you know, how that, how that the ripple affect them. I mean, that would be pretty immediate too with the, you know, or at least the, the possibility yeah. of it with, with your family and the people that you're around the most. Yeah, and that that actually be work. yeah. Mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Cool. So how yeah, do, it's how, great transformations yeah. in the family. Yeah. It's, oh yeah. It's, it, it would be, that would be huge. Um, how do, how do people find you? They can find me at adrianluban.com, A-D-R-I-A-N-N-E, mm-hmm. uh, Luban, L-U-B as in boy, um, A-N.com. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be one way you can find me on Facebook by just putting in my name. You can find me on Instagram and you can get a hold of me, um, from all those various, uh, places through Craig. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Let me know. I, I mean, if you got my information, I'm happy to put you in touch. Um, and I'll tag you and, and put your website up on, uh, when we post this and, uh, boy, there was a lot covered. I think when we got on this, I said, eh, 30, 45 minutes. <laughs> we're at an hour and 20 uh, right now or close uh, to it. I know we had a little rocky start getting going there, but, uh, but this was fantastic. I, I uh, you know, some of this stuff was new to me. I, we had ta- obviously you and I have a lot of contact and we talk a lot and we, and we have, and we've learned a lot about each other, but um, which is why, you know, from my perspective, if I can, if I can put you in, in front of as many people as I can put you in front of. Um, Thank you. Yeah. I, I think, I think I owe it to my network. Uh, friends, family, to to hear you, to uh, to really experience the, what I got. Even though I mean, this is just a taste. This is just a taste. This isn't, we're not even talking about scratching the surface. This is just a taste <laughs> of of what it is. And quite honestly, I could. I, there's. I mean, I know I have more to to go. And um and obviously, I know that you're there, and I can get in touch with you anytime. And Absolutely. Can, but um anyway, well, I'm gonna. I know you got things to do, so we're gonna let you go. Um, but thank you so much for, for taking thank the time. You. This is fun. This was yeah, I know. I, 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 had a great, I had a great time. Yeah. So um, hang tight with me. I'm going to go off here. But um, everybody, uh, thank you again for tuning in. I appreciate your time. Um, thank you for, for if you've made it the whole way through this. Thank you for listening. I know there's been some value here. Uh, please, if you have challenges, if you have issues, if you want to have a better relationship with yourself, which then not fixes, I'm, I almost said that but affects everybody. Some of you being a better you reach out to me, reach out to Adrian. We will, uh, we will, we will help you, uh, no doubt. So that's all I got. Hope you have a great one. Talk to you real soon. Ciao for now.